So what are some of those tools that we can use to get healthier? Some other tools um, that we can use besides seeking out knowledge, yes. besides getting a coach mm -hmm. um, or getting a buddy too, that kind of goes hand in hand. You know, maybe you're like not in a position where it's like, oh yeah, like I'm really gonna be able to hire a coach right now. But you can team up with a buddy system and help each other stay accountable in a supportive way. So that's a great tool. Um, another tool is breathing. I really believe in the power of breath work mm -hmm. and that the, um, getting quiet, you know, with, whether it's with breathing being your meditation or, or adding a meditation on top of that, using the breath and using um, a time to get quiet and reflect can allow us to come up with more awareness have more awareness about our health, about what yes. something might be going on, and uh, then be able to address it. Because like we were talking earlier, if you don't know you have the problem, or you, you don't know there's an area for change mm -hmm. or growth, then you're not gonna do anything about it. So you first have to raise your awareness around it. So I think you know, breathing, meditation, those are great tools as well. How's it going, everyone? Thank you for tuning in to another episode here on the Unlimited Power Show. Today, I have the absolute pleasure of introducing to you guys Kiri Knutson. And it's an amazing day to be here. It is. You know, sometimes things don't go your way. <laughs> That's right. But if you keep on being persistent, you get there. It's just like same thing with life, same thing with health, same so thing with true. mindset yes. and everything. Persistence is everything. Exactly. Yeah. So how are you doing today? I'm doing good. It's really nice to have you here today. It's it's an amazing day to be it alive. It is. It's a beautiful day, and it's um, great to see you know how you just roll with the punches. You know, like you were saying, like things don't always go according to plan. Yes. <laughs> and then it's all about how we handle that, right? Yeah. So navigate. Yeah. Navigate. Right. Option number one, two, three, four. Right. Isn't that something that you would say you do throughout your life in general? Yes, I like to say that I live in the realm of possibility. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I try to anyway. That's the aim. That's the goal to say, oh boy, something didn't go right. And, and you know, you might catch yourself in a moment there. Have the moment, okay? Mm -hmm. And then when it passes, you got you to gotta get back into that positive mindset and, you know, figure your way into that so that you can move on with your day and still have a good day. So Kiri, yeah. how have you figured your way through life? Tell us a little bit more about you. So okay. one thing I always say on this show is yeah. that we don't, I don't introduce people because people make the best impression when they introduce themselves. That's a really good point. I yeah. like that. So why don't you give us a quick overview about you and what you stand for and who you are? Okay, will do. So um, I mentioned to you before that it's great to be back at FAU because I did go to school here as well and I got my master's in communication here. Yes. And so I'm very fond of FAU, <laughs> I have to say. Every time I get to come back, I'm like, yay, FAU. <laughs> and so um, I, uh, after graduating, I worked in marketing and communication careers in, in various different aspects. So I worked in nonprofit, I worked in government, I worked in um, corporate, in marketing and communication, PR type roles. And a few years ago, I had an opportunity to sort of do a 180. Yes. And I did that in, you know, with the motivation of helping my mom because for many of those years while I was working and trying to make something of myself and my career, I had to watch her suffer with a lot of different health problems. And like, and back then when it started, some 20 years ago, 
there were mysterious illnesses. So a lot of people, you know, she had a hard time getting a real true diagnosis. There was a lot of, um, you know, it's all in your head type, you know, uh, direction given to her when she knew that it was something in her physical body she needed to address. So yes. because of that and her struggle, I decided to get um, certified in nutrition and become a certified nutritional therapy practitioner, a certified coach, uh, wellness coach, yes. and that's more about the psychology of behavior change. And I've always loved yoga and the yogic breathing and what it can do for us in our health. And so I, I also got certified in yoga. And so um, I've been working to create a virtual wellness coaching business mm -hmm. where I can help people get on their health path. So I called it your health path. That's, that's amazing. Thanks. So yoga, definitely yoga means to yoke, to be in union. Yes. To be as a whole. So your life, I would say, didn't seem to be in whole when your mother wasn't necessarily as healthy as she can because one part of our lives we're trying to personally develop if the, our family is not doing well it hurts our hearts if we're not in yes. good relationships with them it hurt our hearts and a lot of our motivations come from that mm, absolutely yeah yeah I mean I think that many people that I've met yeah. that have sought out nutrition for mm -hmm. instance have a personal struggle within themselves that they're trying to heal or a close family member and so definitely that motivation sticks with you, whether it's conscious or not, really. Mm -hmm. So no Napoleon Hill said that desire is the initial step in bringing anything to its physical counterpart. Mm, I so, like that. Love Napoleon Hill. Yeah, I love Napoleon Hill. <laughs> yeah. I'm actually studying his book right now, Thinking Grow Rich. It's great. Oh, that's a good one. Over and over. Yeah. Um, so what would you say was some of your desires growing up before you got to this point where you found a major desire that sparked, hmm, this is something I'm going to be doing. What was the desire that you had before? One of the desires growing up. Well, it's funny that you ask because in the book uh, yeah. that um, one of the reasons I'm here today is to talk to you about that. Yeah. I tell a lot of stories and I reference them, of course, from my life and my yes. experience. And I remember as a kid playing school a yes. lot with cousins and family and, you know, even making them do homework. <laughs> and um, I was having a great time with it. I yes. hope they had fun, too. But I always pictured myself, whether it was in training or teaching or coaching or these types of roles where you're helping people um, improve themselves. So some type of self-improvement could be with knowledge, it could be with your health, it could be with your professional development. I knew that, that in some arena that, that I would be working in, in there, and, and I am in certain ways, so. Yeah, self-improvement. Yeah applicable in all careers, all aspects yeah. of life. And throughout life. And throughout life, yeah. forever on. Everyone should use and can use personal development, self-improvement to achieve whatever it is. That's one thing I, I think. It's like, if your goal is to just grow, then you could always apply that in whatever career you do to, make it, to make it well. Yes. So why health coaching? I mean, you already specified why health coaching, sure. but why did you choose this sort of path as far as the virtual aspect of coaching rather than in person? Yeah, um, I think you know maybe sound a little bit cliche. Yeah. But I'm not so sure I chose it, and yeah. if, if it didn't choose me. Mm -hmm. So because of the circumstances I've had, you know, with my mom and mm -hmm. her journey, yeah. and um, really feeling a lot of the time as though I was sitting on the sidelines and sort of helpless and yeah. not being able to help her in the way that she needed that I you know, said, gosh, what can I do? I've got to do something. 
And so that's what, what you know, how I gravitated towards those trainings with nutrition. Mm -hmm. And a lot of it, what I learned is things that my mom had already studied. So it was almost just like catching up to her. Mm -hmm. And, and then adding in your own, you know, because we all bring something valuable when we, it's, it's a perspective or everyone hears something different. You know, you say, you hear that saying where something can be said and five people in the room will interpret it differently. Mm -hmm. And so, so I, I like to think that I've helped her, mm -hmm. <laughs> but she is also very uh, um, good with her studies and all this different health modalities. So, so I think that in some ways this path chose me and um, I'm just trying to, you know, give back is, is the best way I know possible. So saying that this path chose you, yeah. do you believe that faith or intuition or there's some sort of force that's bringing our life towards a certain path? Or do you believe that we create it or is there a balance? Ooh, that's a really good question, Ed. <laughs> do we create our path or... Is, does it create us? Does it create us? I think it's got to be a mix. Yeah. You know, I mean, even in the book I wrote is called Create Your Healthy Life. So I do think that we have a handle in our health and our life. And we definitely have so much power and that, that we might not be aware of. And you could argue, you know, for some people, it's easier for them to see their power than others. You mm -hmm. know, if you're coming from a you know, difficult environment. And that environment's key too. It has a lot to do with where we are and, and what we experience. Yes. But I like to look to the people who have come from a really challenging situation and, you know, for inspiration and, and just created so much with their life when, when, when others told them it wasn't possible. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I was talking with someone recently about, you know, who was this book for that you wrote? You know, like, who'd you write it for? Yeah. And I like to say that I wrote it for people who, like me, believe in, you know, um, getting to the root cause of health issues and not just uh, taking the first answer they get. Yes. You know, so like not settling for the status quo when it comes to your health, when you've been given some sort of diagnosis, when you're ready to sort of fight back and really figure it out and take a hand and be empowered to, to try to use whatever tools you can find to get healthier. So to, to try to use whatever tools you can find yeah. to get healthier. So what are some of those tools that we can use to get healthier? Good question. So um, one of them is, of course, I believe a coach because, and I, I was telling you earlier yes. how not only am I a coach, but I also believe in getting coaching myself. I think it's important to be coachable yes. throughout our life and throughout our career, um, to be open enough to say, okay, maybe I need to look at that differently. Um, so, so yeah, so, so hopefully that answers your question. Or the tools. <laughs> the tools, we, yeah. oh good. So coaching being one, mm -hmm. of course, Books are a favorite of mine. I have a lot of books. <laughs> what are some of your top favorite books? Ooh, that's good. Um, someone just challenged me today uh, or yesterday on mm -hmm. Facebook about this. And so, of course, I took pictures. You know, they do these challenges where yeah. it's like, share your books that you love without yeah. reviewing them, but just, you know, share and then tag someone else. And so one, the one I just shared was um, about sleep. And so, of course, all mine are health books yeah. <laughs> because that's what I've been reading most. So there's um, sleep, um, something about uncovering the power of your dreams, I think the book mm -hmm. is called. Um, Unconventional Medicine by Chris Kresser, which talks about the modern day medi medicine yeah. model and how it needs to be changed for chronic illness. Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, uh, what else was there? Oh, I'm reading a book now about Hashimoto's, mm -hmm. so an, an autoimmune disease. And, I mean, there's so many more. Um, a couple other ones that m you might be familiar yes. with are the four agreements 
Have you ever heard of the Four Agreements? No, I haven't. Uh, such a great read. It's really quick, and it's about uh, Toltec wisdom um, of the ancient Mexican culture of Toltec. And um, Dr. Um, Don Miguel, Don Miguel Ruiz is his name, the yes. author. And he's great, great book, um, The Four Agreements. And um, Louise Hay also wrote a book called You Can Heal Your Life, where she talks about different things you can say and affirmations mm -hmm. to help you with different health ailments. And I'm fascinated by that. I actually heard that. that yeah. um, so we got the, t the first two tools that you said. It was um, coaching, coaching books. books. And then one thing that you just said, yeah. it was the healing of your life with affirmations. Yes. Do you think thoughts are one, would be one of those tools too? Absolutely. I think thoughts are super powerful. And I think you know, we're, sort of, we're kind of coming around to mm -hmm. accepting this mind-body connection yeah. that, that we know more now that, yes, our mind influences our health. Um, but there's real science behind that that doesn't always get the spotlight. Sometimes it's sort of pushed aside to say, you know, in a kind of an, I don't know, like a woo-woo or mm -hmm. airy-fairy kind of yeah. way that, oh, yeah, it's just in your mind and everything. And, mm -hmm. and um, that there's real scientific evidence that points to positive mindset and positive thoughts being able to help us grow, mm -hmm. help us heal, help us learn. And so I absolutely believe in the power of mindset. Yeah, 100%. I mean, yeah. our problems, where are they? In our minds, we think about them. A lot of them. A lot right? of them are, yeah. Right. Our knowledge, where are they? Yeah. It's in the conscious. Yeah. You know, our, sub our unconscious decisions we make every day by the mind. Mm -hmm. So our lives is constantly being driven by our minds, but yet we ignore um, our minds. Yes. So we got these three tools. What are some other tools that we can use? Some other tools um, that we can use besides seeking out knowledge, yes. besides getting a coach mm -hmm. um, or getting a buddy too, that kind of goes hand in hand. You know, maybe you're like not in a position where it's like, oh yeah, like I'm really gonna be able to hire a coach right now. But you can team up with a buddy system and help each other stay accountable in a supportive way. So that's a great tool. Um, another tool is breathing. I really believe in the power of breath work mm -hmm. and that the um, getting quiet, you know, with, whether it's with breathing being your meditation or, or adding a meditation on top of that, using the breath and using um, a time to get quiet and reflect can allow us to come up with more awareness, have more awareness about our health, about yes. what something might be going on, and uh, then be able to address it. Because like we were talking earlier, if you don't know you have the problem, or you, you don't know there's an area for change mm -hmm. or growth, then you're not going to do anything about it. So you first have to raise your awareness around it. So I think you know, breathing, meditation, those are great tools as well. You need to do yoga for breathing, or do you do any other practices in the morning? Like you wake up early, what would you do as far as like yeah. taking care of that breathing aspect? What, what would you do? Yes. Yeah, so um, because I've studied yoga and yeah. I did teach it for a little while, yes. um, I would always say because a lot of people would come in and say, "Oh, I've never done yoga before. I don't know how this works." And I would say, if you can do the breathing, you're doing yoga. And so breathing is just as important as any of the asanas or the movements and postures in yoga. So first thing in the morning, I like to wake up and um, meditate mm -hmm. for 20 minutes. And then I'll do a few breathing exercises you know, from the yoga studies. Um, one of my favorites is Kapalabhati breathing. Mm -hmm. So that's a forced exhale. It's called shining skull breath. And it also is a cleansing yes. breath. So. Yeah, I definitely relate to that because I practice something called medical qigong, um, which is a form of tai chi. Wonderful. Um, and one thing I realized is that I, I would get tired throughout the day, and I would take a deep breath, and that act alone 
it's, it's literally, I feel the massage of my internal organs, which is actually one function that one of my mentors told me, get yes. you a coach, yes. is that it, it, when you breathe in, it pushes up against the heart, down on the small and large intestines, against the kidneys and the liver. Excellent. So breathing in expands and pushes against all your internal organs, which are all in the belt, and that in turn is literally massaging your organs. I love it. Because it's just squeezing, it's like a balloon going right. to squeeze you and expand your nugget. Yeah. And, and you actually feel that awareness that, hey, I'm not just flesh and bones, I'm not just skin here, I have something inside of me giving me life. Yes, there's and, that essence. Yeah, you know, right? so that gives me a sense of gratitude mm. when I can breathe. So how, how would you say, how important is gratitude in life in general? Oh, gratitude is super important. And I find that um, I try to go to my gratitude practice whenever yeah. I get frustrated. Because we all do, mm -hmm. right? At some point of the day, whether you're driving in traffic or waiting in line or mm -hmm. whatever it is, um, you find yourself getting a little agitated or, or maybe you're, you're forward thinking too mm -hmm. much, mm -hmm. you know, thinking way too far in the future. It's a time to bring it back to the present and say, okay, wait, mm -hmm. I don't have this or that yet, mm -hmm. but I have a lot to be thankful for. Yeah. I have my mom, I have, you know, my, mm -hmm. my where I live yeah. and things like that. So you just, yeah, pr the practice of gratitude, I think yeah. is super powerful. And most importantly, I have breath. And I have breath, yeah. That, you know, that happened to me earlier today when we was looking for all the stuff yes. and, you know, the circumstances. I found myself blaming the studio and I just kept centering back every time. So that's, I was very conscious about saying, Yes. Well, they should have the equipment in here. Right. Because I was thinking it. Right. But it was going so fast that I, that projected. But in my head, I thought to myself, you're better. You got to understand. You can do this. Let's nag. Let's find a solution. Yeah. So how do we become that aware of what's going into the inner dialogue that's causing us to eat out right. the wrong thing? Yes. To not exercise. Mm. To binge eating. How can we tackle the problems that are hindering us from having the right habits by having a keen sense of self-awareness? How important is self-awareness and how do you practice that? Self-awareness is super important. Like we said, you know, um, in coaching we talk about the trans-theoretical model of change and the first stage of that is pre-contemplation. So people in pre-contemplation don't even know because they're not even contemplating yet. Mm -hmm. They don't know that there's an area for change. So becoming first aware, which the breath can help you with, which meditation can help you with, which yoga can help you with, a walk in the park, so many things, right? Um, that can first, you know, has to be the first step to first become aware. And so then once we're aware, we can start to comp contemplate change, yes. the second phase. So then you're contemplating, you're saying, okay, I think I will start to walk every day or run or go to the gym or whatever. Or I think I definitely need to start meal planning yeah. now, you know? Um, so, so those, we all go through those stages and in different categories. So for instance, you know, for a long time, you know, I was, uh, did transcendental meditation. I did a course in TM and um, I was really on it, right, when I did the course, right, because I had the group surrounding me, I had that, the positive reinforcement of other people with me doing the meditation. Of course, life happens, other yes. priorities come up, you get pulled away from that, and so then you lose the habit. And for a while, it was, I knew the benefits of meditation, but mm -hmm. I wasn't doing, doing it. it. Yeah. You know, it's like, I gotta get back there, gotta get back there, but I'm not ready, there's resistance. And so recognizing that resistance, kind of accepting it, being okay with it and say, it will come when the time is right. But just knowing that that's something I'm contemplating now. I want to be mm -hmm. doing it. I want to be in action. Mm -hmm. So then you take the steps and there's, you know, it's a, it's a readiness thing too. You have to be ready for that area, 
you know, and, and this is what a coach can really help you mm -hmm. with, is to help you find the motivation, your intrinsic motivation, yes. to get ready to take on those healthy habits of change. Healthy habits of change. Yeah. So let's further on to your book, right? So what is the title of this upcoming book that you have coming? Yes, so it's called Create Your Healthy Life. And it's um, a steps in a process. So yes. I'm, I'm big on process and support. And so if I, I believe that if we have the formula for something we're trying to do or achieve in our life, that we can absolutely accomplish it. And put in conjunction with that a partnership of some kind, whether yes. it's a buddy or a coach or a mentor, then we're going to skyrocket with yes. what we can accomplish. And so, you know, I think that, that that's what I tried to achieve in the book is to mm -hmm. lay out steps in a process, mm -hmm. a nine-week steps, uh, nine weeks of steps yes. or you know nine um, cha every chapter is yes. a step and to address these things like what I call mind scripts yes and creating a script for your mind so leveraging that tool of self-talk yes and focusing on food and knowing that's a huge component and what to focus on about it and what to forget and, and forget about the noise because there's mm -hmm. a lot of noise around that and so and, and other steps yes. too along the way and what are some noise in the food I mean, yes. you know, we're just going to really skim through it, but what are some noises that, that we should automatically know that we should be aware of, like as far as advice that we get about food and yes. nutrition? Well, what I call the noise is, you know, the headlines. Yes. So there's a dizzying amount of diets out there. Yes. Um, there's a constant uh, contradiction in the news about this vitamin is good for you. No, it's not. This food is good. Yes. No, it's not. Contradicting yes or no every day. I think we need to shut those noises out mm -hmm. and really get quiet and focus on our intuition and go by some of the basic principles that we know. We yes. know that what we should be eating, um, you know, as far as quality of food yes. being concerned, yes. you know, the high quality food as we can get, that's possible for us. And um, without, you know, a lot of pesticides and, and drugs, antibiotics and yes. things like that. So trying to eat clean in that regard and, and not get too confused by all the noise. Yes. What are some principles that you discussed in your book? Okay, so I talk about nine different steps in the book, yes. and one of them is mindset, one of them is food, and a, another one that I really like to talk about, because I don't think it gets as much attention, yes. is um, the internal scan, what I call the internal scan. And so that is sort of listening to your body and how it talks to you. And um, because of our busy modern life, right, we're all rushing from one priority to the next and trying to achieve and accomplish things, we uh, tend to overlook some signals that our body can be giving us. Yes. So I try to raise awareness around some of that. So um, for instance, your tongue can be a great window into your health. Mm -hmm. um, your digestion is a great window into health. Mm -hmm. Your skin also tells a lot of a story about your health. And so just raising a few points in there to help people be more aware mm -hmm. of what to look out for and things that they really need to get to the bottom of before it gets worse. Mm -hmm. You know what you said about the tongue? Yeah. I just came up with this amazing analogy. You know, your, your tongue, if I look at your tongue and yes. how it looks, the whitish coating on that can t actually tell certain um, factors about how your internal organs are functioning. That's right. Right? So also if you look at the tongue and the act of speaking, if the coding of your words there you go. are, are overcoded and you know full of toxins, yes. then in turn it's telling what your mind is like. Mm -hmm. So not only does your physical organ or your internal self tells you, but your mental state can tell you a lot about why are you going through certain patterns of self-destruction. Absolutely. And you know, speaking of self-destruction. What are some things that you did throughout your life before you figured it out that held you back from 
pursuing your greatness? Well, the first thing I think about is um, what I call, um, you know, listening to that whisper, that yes. internal whisper. Mm -hmm. So if you don't listen to the whisper, yes, which is your, you know, your purpose, your life purpose, your desires, your goals and accomplishments of what you want to do in your in your life it will eventually become a scream. <laughs> and so I think I ignored mm. it for a long time. I think that I thought, well, that's not possible. I can't do that. You know, I can't get certified in yoga. How would that ever work in my schedule? That's just not gonna happen. So I ruled out possibility for a while until I got to a point where I said, if not now, when? And why not? So I asked better questions to say, why not? Why is it not possible? Maybe it is possible. Maybe I need to rethink what is possible. Yes. And so I think that that would be a good point to think about. Listen to those little whispers. And not that you can accomplish mm -hmm. or, or reach after every single one all the time, but it probably won't go away. Yeah. <laughs> and it will come back and come back and come back. And so whatever avenue you can express it, I would encourage you know people to do that because that was something I did with yoga, something I did with nutrition. I just thought, oh, I, I can't do that. I'm doing this. But in fact, you can, you know, mm -hmm. it's just a matter of how. Wow. Yeah. So everything is possible. Maybe not now, maybe right. not 10 years from now, but at some point. And some things that were possible 100, that were not possible 100 years ago is happening right now. Right. So possibility is infinite, Absolutely. but it just may not happen in our lifetimes. Mm -hmm. But it's about ceasing the daily habits yeah. to making sure that, well, today's possibility is that I can live a healthier life. You know, I can make a better choice. Right. I can drink my water drink. with lemon. That's you right, know? right. And that will in tune uh, make my life better. Mm -hmm. So we're gonna go really quickly. Yeah. I know you have to go. Sure. What are a couple of quick advice that you can give to people right now to apply daily in their lives okay. to make optimal health possible? Optimal like for instance, health, yeah. I drink lemon water, I do this stuff. What are some things that just you would say? Okay. Um, well, let's see. Gosh, there's so much to say, yeah, right? Where do, Where do I begin give then? Me five, really um, well, I would say one area of, and I don't talk about this in the book, but it's almost like as you write a book, you start mm -hmm. to think of what is going to go in the next book mm -hmm. <laughs> because there's so much to say, right? And so um, one of the areas that is so key for our health and often gets overlooked is sleep. Sleep is so important, and as an American culture, we're, we're going without it a lot. And it's yes. putting people's lives in danger. I don't mean to sound dramatic, but yes. people driving, people you know, with uh, taxed resources of their attention span, you know, their, their limited attention span, and, and we can't do everything at once, and we need a good night's sleep. It's foundational for health. So I yes. would say to try to focus on that and build a good sleep habit in so that you're getting enough sleep. Yes. And if you're tired, pay attention to that, because okay. it could be a health signal. Um, another thing is quality food, you know, especially, you know, for college age folks, mm -hmm. you know, it's not always easy to eat quality food, but you can make healthy choices, um, you know, a good portion of the time and still have fun, you know, in, as you're in your college days. So I, I think there's a balance there to be had. Yes. Um, but, but as much as you can, try to have healthy choices now because it will impact you later. Um, you know, that's not to say I, I think you should eat a salad yes. every meal. <laughs> but um, so there's that, there's the sleep, there's the food and quality focus. Uh, let's see, what else is there? There's hydration. Yes. Hydration is so important. You were saying you want to stay hydrated um, and you're making efforts to do that with your lemon water, yeah. which is great. Um, you know, we've got, we, we need to be um, consuming half our body weight in water a day. So yes. take your body weight, divide it by two, and that's the number of ounces you need. 
And that's not even including if you're on any diuretics mm -hmm. like prescriptions mm -hmm. or alcohol yeah. or coffee. Um, mm -hmm. So, but yeah, hydration is super important. So sleep, food, hydration, let's see what else. Um, a moment of reflection. So we talked about meditation, we talked about the breath work. Um, maybe those practices aren't for you. Yes. Maybe it's a walk in nature. Maybe it's a moment at the beach. You know, having some time to quiet your mind, even if it's five minutes a day, can provide great benefits to your health. Yes. And so hopefully that's that's four. Is that good? That's that's perfect. <laughs> so make sure you sleep, make sure you eat. Eat well. Eat well. Yes. Yes. Eat well and eat often. Yeah. I think that um, we're in a culture of calorie counters. Yes. And we're focused on calories a lot of times. When mm -hmm. we, we should be more focused on nourishment. Mm -hmm. How is this food that I'm about to eat nourishing my body? Is it nourishing? Is it adding value? Mm -hmm. and, and that can be hard to do when you feel good. Yes. But when you don't feel good, it's imperative. It's comparative. Yeah. So how is the food nourishing your body? How are your words nourishing your mind? And how are your relationships and your beliefs in life nourishing your soul? Yes. So as we conclude the episode, I'm going to ask you, I'm going to spit out a couple of words. And I wanted you to give me in 30 seconds or less, uh, which first thing that comes to your mind when I say these words. Okay, great. Love it. Love. Love. Uh, my mom, my family. So. The nature. Happiness. What would you say? Soul? So. Soul. So. Oh, so. Yeah, that, that happened last time too. So, yeah. Soul? Yeah. S so as an S O U L. Soul, okay. Um, soul. Uh, essence, energy, light. Success. Um, power, help, helpful. Growth. Opportunity, fulfillment. Change. Love. All right. So, Kiri? Yes. One last thing. Sure. What is one last thing that you would like to leave with the audience, with everyone well, watching, to inspire them to take control of their health? And also after that, I want you to say how they could connect with you, more about your book and everything. Sure. And I want you to look directly into the camera and you... Go for it, Go huh? for it. <laughs> well, what I would like to say to anyone watching is that you have great power to um, help your health and increase your happiness and fulfillment in this life. And hopefully the book, Create Your Healthy Life, will help you, give you some tools to get you on the right track for that. And if you want to hear more about me and what I do and what I'm all about, you can check out yourhealthpath.com and find me on Facebook at Your Health Path and on Instagram at Coach Kiri K. All right. Thank you, Coach Kiri K. Yeah. <laughs> thank you for coming on to the Unlimited Power Show. I had a, an amazing time nourishing my mind and being part of the Unlimited Power Show. Thank you so much. Thank you, Ed. It was a really great show, great time, and, and you're a great guy with a great mindset. Thank you. And thank you for tuning in to the Unlimited Power Show, where we showcase people who have taken control of their health and their destiny and their mind and their finances and their souls. Goes that forever on and on. So I invite you to do the same. And as we embark on this journey of life, remember that you have the unlimited power to achieve whatever it is that you want. But until you believe that, the world will forever miss your talents, your gifts, and all the great things that you have to offer. So let your light shine, don't hide it, don't dim it. So have a wonderful rest of your day. Please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video. Yes, teamwork. <laughs>
please be sure to like, subscribe, and share this video.